the end is nigh. The Anaheim Ducks only have seven games left, but eh, who's counting? We're going to take a look at the Ducks' upcoming schedule, including tonight's tilt against the Edmonton Oilers, plus a little minor trade that happened. We'll talk about all of that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Saturday, April 1st, and I'm your host, Sarah Appenpato. I've been covering hockey for almost a decade, and I have definitely always been the host of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. In fact, I am so deeply passionate about the Anaheim Ducks. Who's got two thumbs and is like, I don't know, the world's biggest Trevor Zegers fan? Ah, this person. Totally, totally normal. Anyway, while you're here, don't forget to subscribe and comment and like the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks so you never miss any of the action. All right, let's get right into it. We're going to look at tonight's game against the Edmonton Oilers, who the Ducks take on as they look to avoid making it seven losses in a row. Now the Ducks are no stranger to losing streaks this season. This isn't even the first time they've been on a streak this long. October 15th through the 28th, they lost seven in a row. November 25th through December 4th, they lost six in a row. February 10th through the 21st, six in a row. And now, of course, this streak starting on March 19th. Uh, There was also uh, another losing streak of five games back in January, if you want to be a little flexible on the numbers. Unfortunately for the Ducks, crawling out of that losing streak is not going to be easy because now they have to face down Connor McDavid tonight. Uh, the Oilers are on a streak of their own, having won three games in a row. They're 8-1-1 one, one in their last 10 games, which gives them the best record in the league when it comes to those last 10 games. Their only losses, a 4-3 loss to Vegas in overtime and a 7-4 loss to the Maple Leafs, where the Oilers allowed four goals in the second period alone. Would you like to know how many times the Ducks have scored more than four goals in a game this year? Ten. That's right. 10. If we include four goal games, that nearly doubles the figure. Uh, the Ducks have scored exactly four goals nine times this year, so 19 total. Want to guess how many times the Oilers have scored more than four goals? Go on, I'll give you a minute. All right, you've got your guess. All right, get this. The Oilers have recorded more than four goals 30 times this season. 30. Can you believe it? Yeah, um, If that, that's bad. If we add in four goal games, that takes us to a total of 44. The Oilers have played 76 games. That is uh, more than half of their games total in which they have recorded four or more goals. Oh, yeah, by the way, Connor McDavid, remember him? Uh, He has 144 points this season. Uh, Let me say that again. 144 points. And the season isn't even done yet. Do you want to know who is ahead of McDavid on the list of all-time leading scorers by season? Wayne Gretzky, like a million times, Mario Lemieux, Phil Esposito. That is it. The last time it looks like someone had this many points was the 92-93 season where Lemieux had 161. McDavid is doing some absolutely unreal stuff. He is the first player in NHL history to have five different 10-game point streaks in a single season. Uh, That, by the way, breaks a Wayne Gretzky record from 1986-87. That record-setting goal for McDavid, by the way, uh, came against the Kings. Uh, He is the fifth player 
uh, ever to reach 300 goals and 500 assists before playing 600 games. Uh, there's some familiar names on that list too. Uh, Gretzky, Lemieux, plus Peter Stastny and Brian Trottier. McDavid has 36 points against the Ducks in 22 career games. Uh, that's not the most. The honor for that actually belongs to the Vancouver Canucks, but you know, it's, it's up there. This year alone, he has four points in two games against the Ducks. So I guess if there is one thing the Ducks need to look out for, um, shocker, it's Connor McDavid. Now we've got more on the Ducks and the Oilers matchup uh, coming up. But first, well, the basketballs are heating up. The hockey is heating up. We are down to like the finals uh, in the championships, and there is no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That is because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up today and claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. That's a basketball reference. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. FanDuel is an official sports betting partner of Tilapin, and make sure you please gamble responsibly. are listening to or watching Locked on Anaheim Ducks. My name is Sarah, the person who is always the host of this show, and we are looking at the Ducks and the Oilers uh, as they prepare for a matchup tonight. So we just looked at uh, Connor McDavid and all the crazy things he's doing. Uh, we're going to keep talking about some of the crazy things he's doing, as well as some other numbers, uh, because of course it isn't just McDavid you have to worry about. Leon Dreisaitl was always a threat, and he is currently having a 117-point season. He is second in the league in points, and no one is sitting around being like, ooh, wow, look at the great season Dre Soto's having, because Connor McDavid is such a machine uh, that he is basically all that anyone can talk about. And did you maybe forget that Ryan Nugent Hopkins existed? Uh, this guy has spent his entire career with the Oilers. Several times it seemed like he'd be the next guy run out of town to atone for the failures of Edmonton's front office to actually build a contending team. But he's currently got 96 points on the season. He has never had above 96 uh, points in his career. He, I mean, he's never, he, he's never had, actually, I, I, that's, that's wrong. He's never had above 69 points in his career. Nice. Uh, and is generally more of a like mid forties, high fifties point guy, 96 points. At this point, I am pretty confident, reasonably confident, um, that you could put me on a line with McDavid and I'd get at least like one goal, probably because he bounced in off of me, but like, whatever, a goal is a goal. Uh, doesn't matter how, just matters how many, right? Uh, totally, absolutely be how it worked. So when we look at the Oilers, it's maybe hard to come up with a game plan that isn't just hope McDavid has a really bad day because he runs that machine. All right, let's do some more math. McDavid has 144 points, right? That is 144 different goals that he has had a hand in in some way. Either he scored it himself, he helped set it up, he helped the person who set it up set it up. He, 144 different goals. The Oilers are the top scoring team 
in the league. They have a nice even 300 goals so far on the season. Doing some math, that is 48% of all Oilers' goals this year that McDavid has been involved in. All right, want to know something even more super scary? Again, McDavid, 144 goals that he was involved in. Do you know how many goals the Anaheim Ducks have in total for the whole season? Yeah, it's 188. Connor McDavid has been involved in nearly as many goals as the Ducks, as a team, as a whole entity, have had this season. <laughs> wow, that is bleak. But Connor Bedard, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah, okay, wow. Okay, one more horrible stat. <laughs> Sorry, it's horrible. It's a Saturday and I'm a horrible goose. Uh, one more horrible stat before we move on. Uh, the league record for most shots allowed in a season is currently held by the San Jose Sharks, who allowed 3,080 shots in the 1992-93 season. That was the Sharks' second season of existence. The league played 84 games that season for some reason, and the Sharks went 11-71-2. 71 losses. A league average for shots against was 2,603. Uh, if I can do math, that's over 400 shots more than the Sharks allowed. Number two on this list is the historically bad 1974-75 Washington Capitals team. That was their first year of existence. They allowed 3,064 shots in 80 games, so just under the Sharks team. The league average that year, again, 2,464. Uh, that Caps team, like I said, historically bad. They went 8-67-5, recording just 21 points in the whole season. So, hey, things could be worse, right? But you've got to see where I'm going with this, all right? I know you do. You see it coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> As things stand right now, with several games still left to go, the 2022-23 Anaheim Ducks are eighth on this list. They've allowed 2,931 shots. That actually puts them into a tie with the 2018-19 Senators, by the way. All right. I was told there would be no math, but let's do some more math. The Ducks currently lead the league with an average of 39.1 shots against per game. If we look at just the last 10 games, the Ducks have uh, brought that average down just a tiny bit. Uh, they are averaging 38.3 shots against. The Ducks have seven games left. Let's use the last 10 game average just to be nice, shave off, you know, a shot, basically. Two shots, one shot, math, again, told there'd be no math, all right. Last 10 game average, 38.3 shots against. 38.3 shots times seven games, that's 268.1. Let's get rid of the decimal. 268 shots against. Add that to the current 2,931 shots against, and uh-oh, that is 3,199. The Ducks, if they continue on at the rate that they have been allowing shots, have a chance to break a record that has stood for 30 years. Usually breaking records is fun, but not like this. Not like this. All right, I'm gonna let you sit with that thought, with that math for uh, just a little bit, but coming up next, we're gonna be taking a look at a little trade that the Ducks made.
Tuesday on Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I wanted to take a quick look at a trade that went down on Friday. The Ducks acquired the rights to right-wing Judd Caulfield from the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, in exchange for the rights to defensive defenseman Timo Nickel. Maybe someone thought he was Timo Meyer. Someone got confused. Uh, now the trade deadline has passed, you say. How are trades still happening, you say? Well, trades can happen at any time. It's just after the trade deadline, the player isn't eligible to play, you know, in the playoffs. No, no, no worries here. Uh, these are the rights to two players who aren't anywhere close to the NHL anyway. Judd Caulfield, the player acquired from Pittsburgh, was a 2019 fifth round pick of the Penguins. Uh, he's 22 years old and he just completed his senior year at the University of North Dakota, where he wore an A this year. He had 10 goals and 9 assists over 39 games, putting him just one point off from tying the career high that he set last year. He's 6'4", 212 pounds, and most draft analysts would generally refer to him as a power forward. More interestingly, and perhaps why the Ducks decided to take, to take a chance here and try to sign him, maybe, is that he was a teammate of Trevor Zegers and Drew Hellison while they were members of the U.S. National Team Development Program. So he's familiar with some key members of the Ducks or the Ducks' future. Uh, Nickel, the player sent to Pittsburgh as a 21-year-old Swede. Uh, he played 47 games in the Swedish second division, Hockey Svenskan this year. Eight points, very nice 69 penalty minutes in that time. He was a fourth-round Ducks pick in 2020. So why make a trade like this? These guys aren't, like, burning it up anywhere, right? Well, it is all about signing rights. All right, so signing rights are based on a couple of different factors. How old you were uh, when you were drafted uh, and where you're playing. College players get to play out their eligibility and have the right to choose not to sign with the team that drafted them once they've finished uh, their college eligibility or you know, decommit from college and decide to go pro. Uh, players out of Europe, except for the KHL because they don't have rules, uh, similarly have their rights retained by the team that drafted them for four years or two if you're 20 or older when drafted. Um, after that time, you can go back to being a free agent. Caulfield's signing rights expire on August 15th. Nichols expire June 1st, 2024. So with Caulfield's rights expiring soon, the Penguins clearly knew they weren't going to extend a contract to him. So why not send him elsewhere in exchange for a prospect for whom you have longer to make a decision on? The Ducks have evaluated their prospect pool. They clearly weren't that attached to Nickel, so we have a swap. On paper, Caulfield isn't much more than just a big guy who isn't afraid to use his body. But the Zegers and Helson connection is certainly interesting. It seems doubtful that he'll ever make the NHL, but who knows? Maybe you'll at least be seeing him in a San Diego Gauls jersey soon. Well, that is it for today's show. We will talk about whatever happens in this game against the Oilers on our next episode where things will be um, totally normal again. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for watching. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms. You can follow me on Twitter if you want to, at right said Sarah. That's W-R-I-T-E said Sarah with an H. The show's Twitter is at L-O underscore Ducks. You can also drop me a line by emailing LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And once again, thank you for all your continued support. It is awesome as always. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Sarah Avampato. Have a great rest of the week. Remember, be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. Hakaw! Hakaw!